Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Speaking to his flock in the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, we join Archbishop Alexander Sample as he reflects upon our faith, culture, and life in the church on The Voice of the Shepherd. Joining Archbishop Sample is your host, Dina Marie Hale. And now, The Voice of the Shepherd. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to The Voice of the Shepherd. I'm Dina Marie Hale, your host, and with me in studio is Archbishop Alexander Sample. And today we're going to talk about an interesting word, an interesting phrase, the simplicity to surrender. Right. And it might be a little contradiction, but I think that we all really can embrace the idea of surrender. And as we begin this discussion, Archbishop, will you please lead us in prayer? In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Mm -hmm. Heavenly Father, you sent your Son, Jesus, into the world to accomplish your will, to reconcile the world to yourself through his passion, death, and glorious resurrection from the dead. Father, Jesus submitted to your will in all things. May we learn to also surrender to your will and guidance for our life as we place this radio time now in your hands. All these things we ask through the same Christ, our risen Lord. Amen. Holy Mary, our hope, seat of wisdom. Pray for us. St. Joseph, the terror of demons. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, I know in past episodes you have referred to something called the Surrender Novena. And over the last few months, I've picked up on that novena, downloaded it, and actually over the time of the new year was praying that novena. And now you're going to be inviting the priests and, and really all the faithful of the church to really join you in prayer with this novena. But I want to start with just this idea of surrender. And as a Christian, what does it mean to surrender? Surrender uh, when we see things that are that are unjust, we see things that people are getting hurt or my loved one is sick, that we wonder, how do I surrender this to the Lord? Right. And this is really at the heart of Christian discipleship, if you will. It's at the heart of Christian spirituality. Uh, To be a disciple of Jesus, to be a, a follower and a believer in God, is to truly surrender our lives to him, to completely give ourselves over to God's providence for us, his plan for us, this is what Jesus did, as, as we said in the opening prayer. He, he sets the prime example. And because the enemy of the spiritual life is pride, the, the greatest obstacle to growing in the spiritual life is our pride. And that is the, the original sin, if you will. It's, it's really the, the sin that underlies all sin mm-hmm. is pride seeking for ourselves, seeking our own will, seeking comfort, seeking pleasure, uh, uh, seeking, seeking you know, prestige. Whatever it is that we seek that is not of God is, is something that comes from our pride, which was the original sin of Adam and Eve. You know, the, the sin of Adam and Eve was not that there was something intrinsically evil about the fruit of this tree, but it was because God had commanded them not to eat of the fruit of that tree, uh, because the minute that they 
would do so, they would they would die. Of course, that's what happened. But that that root sin of Adam and Eve was a sin of pride. So the way we cultivate the virtue contrary to pride, humility, mm-hmm. is to submit ourselves, surrender ourselves to God in all things, in all circumstances of our life. You know, this is something that we don't, we need to understand about virtue, all right? Virtue is, you know, is a certain uh, a state of being, a, a gift that we possess that enables us to act in a certain way. We have virtues and we have the opposite of virtues with our vices. How do we develop a vice? We develop it by something becoming habitual to us. See, a, see a, a, a virtue and a vice are habits. Mm-hmm. They're, they're habitual ways of acting. And we, we say a vice is something that's, that's, uh, that's a way of acting that is, that is something bad, something evil, something even sinful. Well, how do we get a vice? Well, <laughs> by practicing the actions associated mm-hmm. with that vice. And they become habitual to us. They become a part of us. They become something we do almost naturally. Mm-hmm. Well, the opposite is true also of developing a virtue. To develop a virtue, we must perform the acts that are associated with that virtue over time in a consistent and even repetitive manner. So if we want to gain the virtue of humility, we have to practice actions of humility. We're never going to become humble unless we perform acts of humility, uh, humbling ourselves, letting go of our own, our own will. So because to surrender to God in all things requires great humility, we must take those direct actions each day and sometimes at each moment mm-hmm. to surrender ourselves to God's will, to be humble enough to let God be in charge. And that's, that's really, you know, this idea of surrender is to Jesus, surrender to divine providence, surrender to mm-hmm. the will of God as he presents it to us moment by moment in our lives <clears throat> is classic uh, Christian spirituality, Catholic spirituality. One of the great spiritual classics by uh, Dekasad is surrender to divine providence. Abandonment, it's no, it's abandonment to divine providence. Well, it's, a, it's saying the mm-hmm. same thing. Abandonment to divine providence is the same as surrender. Uh, to divine providence, surrender to the will of God. It's it's to look at life and to not be anxious. I know that's hard to, easy to say, hard mm-hmm. to do, and mm-hmm. I include myself in that very much. But to truly surrender to God, to let God be God, mm-hmm. to let God be in charge of our life, moment by moment, right. uh, is, is something that uh, really brings great peace and really allows God to, to, to act in our lives. Mm-hmm. And as you explain that, Archbishop, Jesus taught that in that prayer to the disciples, thy will be done. You know, we have it in the Our Father prayer. It's how do we really live that out? And it really is that it's thy will. It's the Lord's will. So no matter what, we 
he does not want us to have anxiety. You have stressed over the last few weeks in Easter, peace. Yeah. You know, the, the peace that Jesus brings, it's not uh, condemnation. It's not how come you didn't follow me. It's, yeah. it's peace. And so the surrender, I have to believe it's connected with a trust. Our, our divine mercy right. message is, Jesus, I trust in you. That's meaning I'm going to surrender. Your will be done. Yeah, I think there's an intimate uh, connection between um, this idea of surrender to divine providence, surrender to Jesus, surrender to to God and his will for us as he manifests it each day, uh, between that and, and, and the divine mercy. And that, that those words that our Lord Jesus instructed St. Faustina to have inscribed below the image that he wanted painted, Jesus, I trust mm-hmm. in you. If we and so I have found myself as I have been praying the surrender novena that that we'll talk about I found myself throughout the day uh, saying things like oh Jesus I surrender myself to you you take care of it mm-hmm. this problem that's facing me right yeah, now right. Mm-hmm. this predicament you've put me in this this difficult person that I'm going to have to talk to now uh this problem I have this dilemma this uh, suffering even. Oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. You take care of it. I'll, I'll, I'll do my part, Jesus, but you take care of it. Mm-hmm. It's, to me, is very similar to saying, Jesus, I trust in you. Mm-hmm. I trust in you. I trust you to act. I trust you. I trust that you know better than, than I do about what is best for me in this moment, in this situation. And I think that that takes... <laughs> that takes some real faith and trust mm-hmm. to surrender to God in that way, not to be anxious about what might happen. You know, because I think all of us want things to work out the right, right? We want them to work <laughs> out well. We want them to work out in a certain way that we have in our mind that it should. Well, we don't always know Mm-mm. what is really the best, even in our own situation. Right. You know, I can look at my life, and I think most people can, and see the times when, in the moment, we would have thought, this is a great tragedy, this is something awful, this is something God surely does not want. Only to find out later, in in that hindsight, mm-hmm. as we say, that was a great moment of grace. Because yeah. in that suffering in that dilemma, in that cross, in that terrible situation that I was in, God did something incredible. And it was a moment of grace. And it was actually part of God's will for guiding me in in, in my life. So we have to live our life with that attitude that every moment, as every moment comes, we surrender to every moment. It It isn't just saying, oh, Lord, I give my life to you, or even I give my day to you. It's Moment by moment by moment, as life comes at us, we accept each moment. We surrender to God in each moment. We abandon ourselves to the will of God in each moment, trusting of his love for us, and that even though this may hurt, Mm -hmm. uh, God has a greater purpose and plan. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think, as you mentioned, and as this novena really points out, it is to be free from anxiety. It is to be free from worry. It's our countenance each day, and we have to check ourselves. It's kind of like taking the temperature. We've got to check, how am I feeling about this person, about this situation? Maybe we're exposing ourselves to too much news that just really puts some anxiety in our hearts. And so that's those daily practices. What am I doing every day? day to be in a a point of peace? Uh, What things do I need to avoid? How do I stay connected? And I think this novena, or of course, daily prayer, hour by hour prayer, don't we learn that from the monks? You know, they're (laughs) praying in every top of the hour at every time of the day to recall the presence of Christ. But let's talk a little bit about this particular novena. We might bring up some of the phrases I have it in front of me, because uh, this is a particular priest who wrote the novena. I understand he was at some point... Yeah, this is a fascinating story. First of all, I'd like people to know something. You know, I have been much more attentive over the last year, really, Mm -hmm to how the Holy Spirit is working in in my life and, and trying to be a little bit more attentive to seeing how the Holy Spirit is at work, to not let things pass by without observing them and saying, huh, I think God is at work in this. So this, this, this whole novena, the surrender novena, I had never heard of it. Mm-hmm. In my entire life, I had never heard of this novena. And I was actually at the funeral the, the, the Lord, what I'm trying to say, you can tell by the story, is the Lord just put this in my face. Like, you need this <laughs> <Right>. now. <laughs> so I went to the funeral of uh, Father Bill Holzinger's mother. Uh, Father Bill is our pastor down at uh, St. Anne's in Grants Pass in the south, and his mother passed away, and, and I attended her funeral in Dallas. So, you know, he, just, he talked about this in the, during the, 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 the Mass and said, my mother prayed this surrender novena every day. In fact, she prayed it like 30-some times, and, and she had little check marks in her, in her prayer oh card, you know, showing how many that I've, okay, I've done that day over, over 30 times. And so he, he talked about it. So he said, there's a, here's a copy of it in the back of the church if you'd like one, you know. So I have to confess, you know, he was standing there when, when I was looking at the card, you know, I said, well, I, be, I better at least out of politeness take one. You know, I mean, I have so many prayer cards and things. And so I took one and I stuffed it in my pocket and I got home and I, I threw it in my drawer with all my other holy cards mm-hmm. and, and things like this. Well, then about a week later, I had a priest visiting me, a friend of mine from outside the diocese, archdiocese here, he's actually from Tennessee, and uh, and he's going through some discernment in his own life, and he said, um, he says, yeah, he says, I've been praying the surrender novena, and it really has has opened me to to more guidance from the Holy Spirit, you know, and and I said, hmm. So I ran in my room, pulled it out, and I said, is this what you're talking about? And he says, yeah, 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 Jesus, I trust, surrender myself to you, take care of everything. So I said, hmm, well, so that one has stayed on my desk this time. A week later, <laughs> I was visiting with another priest of this archdiocese, actually, and he was in a place of, of, of real growth in, in, in his own discernment uh, in a very positive way. And he says, yeah, he says, uh, you know, what's really been helping me is this surrender novena. So like from these three different sources, mm-hmm. one from even outside the archdiocese, I just kind of chuckled to myself and I said, okay, Lord, I get it. I get <laughs> okay. it. You don't have to beat me over the head anymore. But this is the way God's been working in mm-hmm. my life lately. He just keeps putting certain people, certain books, certain devotions, mm-hmm. prayers, whatever in my in my face, <laughs> literally. Anyway, so I started praying it and wow, 
as, as I started praying it, it, it just has been, I think the Holy Spirit has just been unleashing the floodgates of grace and guidance for me since I've really trying to be sincere about this, this surrender. But the, the priest uh, that, that to whom uh, Jesus is, is alleged to have given these revelations to, these are the words of Jesus that are in the Novena. Words that Jesus spoke uh, through this priest or to this priest that 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 he records for us in the in the nine days of the novena, so it's Jesus speaking to us. Yeah. And um, but this priest, uh, if I if my if I have the history correct, is was the spiritual director for Padre Pio. Right. I mean, so this is this is no slouch. <laughs> <laughs> probably this has some priest, good advice. <laughs> I would think he would probably have some good advice. Um, Wow. So it's it's so this was the the spiritual director for Padre Pio Saint Pio, uh, yes. So so it's 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 taken on a very I have to say just sharing very personally this has become a very important and deep part of my own person personal mm-hmm. spirituality in this time. Yeah, and just for our listeners, if you haven't gotten a hold of this before, it's very easy. I just you know put the surrender novena and it's Father Don Dolindo Rutolo. R-U-T-O-L-O. It should be very easy to find. We have it, we have it, and on, you have our, it on the Archdiocese. We have it on the Archdiocesan website. I think it's on our Divine Worship uh, webpage. Perfect. We've been printing copies of yeah. this, Nina Marie, and they are literally flying yeah. off the shelf. I don't know what printing we're in. We're printing thousands <laughs> of them at a time, and they're just, they're, they're just, everybody's asking for them. So I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. But to me, that's another sign this was meant for us at this time. At this time. Here's just day one, and this is the first sentence. Why do you confuse yourselves by worrying? And you said, now this is coming from Jesus. And I try to envision that here's Jesus is sitting next to me, you know, looking at me going, why do you confuse yourselves by worrying? Why, Dina Marie? Why, Archbishop Sample? Yeah. Do you, you know, why do you confuse yourselves? Uh, do not be upset. Do not lose hope. Because it reminds us how we normally are in our human state, I think, is to worry, to be concerned and to wonder, well, how is this going to work out? But Jesus is reminding us, I have a better answer. No, that's exactly, <clears throat> captures really the, the heart of the devotion here and, and, and what Jesus is saying to us. Basically, he's saying to us, you know, it's our own reason our own ideas, our own plans, our own ways of trying to fix things, our own strategies uh, that, that get us into trouble. And, you know, in other words, when we try to be in the driver's seat uh, and, and, and take care of it, mm-hmm. you know, ourselves, fix it ourselves, we usually make a mess of it. I know I do. And what Jesus is saying to us through this devotion is don't be anxious, don't worry, don't fret, mm-hmm. trust me, let me take care of it. One of my favorite lines yeah. in I don't know what day it's in, it says, I will make miracles mm-hmm. happen when they are needed. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing miracles in the last year. Really, I have seen miracles in the last year of how God is bringing things together. But it's interesting for me, as I have been discerning our direction here in the Archdiocese, I I really started getting what I interpret to be clear direction from from the Holy Spirit the minute I started praying this this novena and just putting it in Jesus' hands. You know, because I'm a, 
whatever type a personality or what I don't know what all those things that they call us in the <laughs> right. Myers Briggs uh, classifications and all that. But I'm a very I'm so out of my comfort zone right now. I, I'm I'm more the planner. I want to know exactly what's happening next week and, <laughs> and next month and a year from now. And we got the you know five year strategic plan. I like nice things, nice, neat, and orderly, and categorized. And and I'm a very linear thinker. And I'm way out of my comfort zone in all of this and, and just saying, Lord, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I'm an open book right now. I, I, I'll do whatever you want. I'll, uh, I want to be open to the promptings of the Spirit. I don't need to know what's going to happen next mm-hmm. week or next month or next year. I trust you, Jesus. You're in charge. You take care of it. You take care of everything, Jesus. I surrender myself to you. And it's just, it's just, it's really kind of transformed my. Mm-hmm. Uh, joy, or I shouldn't say it's transformed my joy. It's given me right. greater joy to know, you know, I don't, I don't have to worry about this. It's not my work. It's Jesus' work. I have to do my part. Mm-hmm. So I'm not just a, you know, this isn't a complete pacifism. We have to do our part. We have to try to follow the will of God and do the best we can. But it's God's work. Mm-hmm. And we need to trust that we are here at this time uh, because he wants us here at this time, and he's guiding us if we will let him. But that's what I love about this is just don't worry. It's your worry that gets in the way. Don't <laughs> rely on human initiative. Don't mm-hmm. surrender to human initiative. Surrender to me. I will make it happen. You know, he says, and he uses in, in the one day, you mentioned the Lord's Prayer earlier, that mm-hmm. will be done. In one of the right. meditations on one of the days, he talks very much about those mm-hmm. words in the Lord's Prayer, which which are at the heart of what he was trying to teach us, thy will be done. Surrender to God. Surrender to Jesus. Do we really trust him? Do we really believe his promises? And if we do, hey, there's nobody I would rather put my trust in and and surrender to than Jesus. Yes. And this novena, again, we know it's nine. It's typically in the tradition of a prayer, nine days of a particular maybe petition or a particular form of prayer. And that's what this novena is. It's in a nine-day form. I've been doing it. I think for the last four or five months now, it's just, we just kind of repeat it over and over. There's new insights every time I read the reflection. And as you've mentioned, if we think about, these are words Jesus talking to me personally. He knows my life. He knows Mm -hmm. my situation, the people in my life, the people at work, the people in my family, the people in my neighborhood. He knows. He knows those things. And they change every day, don't they? Yes, <laughs> you know, they do. there's different situations that come up. Um, but why do a novena, not only personally at home, but I think there's something powerful about asking a whole family, a whole parish, a whole archdiocese to pray and unify their prayers, but to unify in an idea of surrendering yeah. to Jesus, I think that is a guidance of the Holy I think, Spirit. I think, you know, um, as, as I have seen this novena just take off, I mean, from going uh, from that funeral of Father Holtzinger's mother, knowing absolutely nothing about this novena, to today when it is taking off like wildfire across this archdiocese, literally. I mean, like I said, cards are flying off the shelf. <laughs> and I'm, I'm starting to hear about it also from other places. God is doing something. God wants something from mm-hmm. us. And, and part of us, I think he's, he wants us as a local church. You know, we, we've got a lot of problems here in Western Oregon, culturally, politically, uh, spiritually. Uh, this this is a this is a, a place of great struggle and difficulty, 
and the church is, is sort of in a, in a, in a difficult position, if you will, with regard to the culture around us here. And we've got great works of evangelization ahead of us. I know that. I know that that's what the Holy Spirit is asking of us. And I really believe that. I think he's going to do something here in Western Oregon uh, as part of his plan. I know that sounds rather bold, but I really do. But I think what he's asking us to do is give it to him. I think that's I think that's mm-hmm. why this suddenly has spread. Why everybody's so interested in it? Everybody's talking about it, and they're I see them everywhere now. I go. I think it's because that's part of God's plan. He wants us to surrender to Him, and He's given us this vehicle to do so. So that's why I'm asking the whole archdiocese to be praying this. I mean, like I'm like you, uh, Dina Marie. I just keep praying it every uh-huh. day. I, I have to remember. Okay. Let's see, what I started day am the, I? <laughs> well, I, I started this round on Sunday, so this is okay. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. You know, <laughs> I got to count. Okay, that's I'm on day three, um, and but I'll keep praying it. I yeah. think I might. I'm probably going to keep praying this yeah. for the rest of my life. I yeah. kind of feel like it, but it's just, it's just short. It just takes a, mm-hmm. a couple minutes each day. But I'm asking the whole archdiocese to be praying this as we surrender our future into the hands of the Lord and let Him guide us. And in, especially in, in preparation for this special retreat uh, convocation that we're going to have for priests in the first week of, of May, I'm asking everybody in this archdiocese to specifically pray the nine days leading up to this convocation for the priests. I'm asking everyone, everyone, to pray this Surrender Novena for the nine days prior to the beginning of this special retreat and convocation with the priests surrendering all that God wants to do here into his, into his hands, surrendering our priests into uh, the hands of Jesus. I'm, st- I'm doing this special event with these priests to try to help them and support them and minister to them and love them so that they can hopefully recapture you know, that, that, that zeal, that fervor, that love even maybe that we felt on the day of our priestly ordination. I would love that for that to be renewed again. I would love to feel mm-hmm. and have that zeal and energy and faith and hope uh, as I did on the day of my priestly ordination. I want I want that back. I want I want that I want to be like that young man again, uh, who was on fire and ready to go. And that's what I, I hope to reignite in our priests here in a joyful and, and hope filled way, so that they can lead us all through this. So that's why uh, I'm, I'm asking us. We just got. We we just have to surrender mm-hmm. what God wants to do here. Surrender it into His hands, and He'll take care of it. Absolutely. Well, again, I want to invite people starting on April twenty fifth, the fourth Sunday of Easter, which is Good Shepherd Sunday. It's a beautiful day to begin the novena, and then to carry you through on May fourth. And again, always be praying for our priests. But that first week of May, to pray for the Holy Spirit to be working through those days of the convocation, through all of the presenters, all of the programs that will be going on, to really light that fire that that light that fire that will continue to kindle a new life in the church and a desire to let Jesus do everything because that means miracles are going to continue to happen. So, Jesus, we surrender ourselves to you. Take care of everything. Absolutely. Would you help us close in prayer? Lord Jesus, you did invite us through your passion, death, and resurrection to participate in the new life that you want for all of us. Lord, we surrender the times that we are in to you as difficult as they may be, as dark as they may be at times, and as much as we may not be able to see the way forward at times, Lord, we place it in your hands, we surrender it to you, we know you will take care of everything. 
And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon all of you, your families, loved ones, and be with you this day and forever. Amen. Amen. And thank you all for listening to The Voice of the Shepherd on Mater Day Radio. We look forward to sharing with you again next week. And for Archbishop Alexander Sample, I'm Dina Marie Hale. Until our next encounter, have a blessed week and peace be with you. You've been listening to The Voice of the Shepherd with Archbishop Alexander Sample, a production of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon. To subscribe to this podcast and access to all of our past shows, visit moderndayradio.com. Please email your comments and questions for the show to info at archdpdx.org. Learn more about the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon online at archdpdx.org. Peace be with you.